0: With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. They are not looking necessarily for
1: what a church is, but who a church is. To develop a heart, a a kingdom mindset, you know. (laughs) Because God does have a view.
0: Be sure to catch The Christian View on this and Wow, channels. Dr. True, thank you so much for having us here.
1: Thanks for coming. It's great that you could go to church with me this morning and come and have lunch. And so thank y'all for coming.
0: That service was amazing. Yes. It was amazing. So here we are in Alpharetta, Georgia, yes. right? And you've been living here for how long? We've
1: been here three years. We moved from Smyrna, Georgia three years ago for my son's school.
0: Wow, 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 wow. Three years. Yeah. My goodness! Well, thank you so much for having us here in your home. This is beautiful.
1: Thank you. We feel very, um, very at home here. Very peaceful. In fact, when we first moved in, I had so I, I put a picture of it on Facebook, mm-hmm. and someone texted me, and they said that was the house that I named the Healing House because wow. she was on a bike ride and she fell off her bike in our driveway, and she named this house the Healing House. The Healing so House. I've dedicated this house to the Lord for mm-hmm. healing and deliverance, and so it's just a. You know, it's a peaceful place in the midst of a busy city.
0: You know, I felt that immediately when I walked up. Mm -hmm. I walked up, I saw horses on the left. I got excited. I never rode a horse before. And then here you are, and you open up the door, you walk in, and like, man, I felt such peace. But I I can't say as much as credit was given to the house itself. I really felt the peace of the Lord fall upon me here in the home. And you feel that. And then as I walk to the back of the house, and you look Mm -hmm. at I mean, is this not God's creation? Yes, yes. Right? Where well, you get to come back here and just... So do you ever come back here and just spend some time alone? We do. I have a
1: school over there where I sit and do some quiet times when the weather's nice by the creek. And then as a family, we come out and, and we do a bonfire and we play in the creek. And it's a it's a very, um, very peaceful place to be. And, you know, the Lord knew that we needed that as a family. We needed a peaceful home to, to be in. So, wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I felt that as soon as I got here. So, you know, here at the Hands and Feet of Jesus, we're so grateful that you got to be on our show. I mean, we're blessed by Thanks it, but we know that we want our viewers to know the true Dr. Trudy. Right. You're like, who are you? Like, what's your testimony? So you think you could tell us a little bit about yourself and your, te- your testimony?
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been, I lived in Atlanta pretty much a whole life until I got married and we moved to London two years, and mm-hmm. then we moved back to Atlanta, but I grew up of a, a, a household of four kids, mm-hmm. um, a dad who was a hard worker, or a mom who helped him run his business, but there was a lot of abuse growing up, a lot of, um, just a lot of difficulty, a lot of mm-hmm. trauma, I never knew if I was going to wake up and have one mom, one parent dead or one parent alive, Wow. Um, just never knowing. Life was mm-hmm. so unstable, and then, so home life was unstable, mm-hmm. and then school life was unstable because I had a learning disability and a speech impediment, and I was always told, don't worry, you're not gonna, you, don't need to do, you don't need to get through school. Just find someone, get married, and mm-hmm. let them take care of you because you're not school quality mm-hmm. and you need to just stay behind the scenes. And so for a long time, I believed that. I believed that, okay, well, I have this learning disability, I can't speak well, you know, I have a very troubled life at home. And, um, and then one day at um, 12, I accepted Jesus Christ at a Church of God youth camp. And I just remember crying out to the Lord and just saying, "I know that there's a better yeah. way. Yeah. There's a better way." And so, at age 12, I went back home. But still, you know, the abuse was there, the learning disability was there, the the fear was there. I, I had a lot of fear most of my life. And so, I just went by the way. You know, my faith went. Um, it just never grew until I moved to London.
0: So at 12 years old, there was a, so there was a lot already happening in your life at 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So you were telling me that there was abuse in the home at 12 years old. Yes, yes, And I can only imagine, now I relate to that. That's part of my testimony. I relate to that greatly. Right. So what was that particularly like for you at 12?
1: You know, it, it was very obviously scary, and I yeah. had a tremendous amount of fear, you know, because we weren't allowed to talk about it. And yeah. if you tried talking about it, no one really believed you. Sure, sure. So I brought it all inward, and I started cutting and mm. eating disorders. So I went from oh. bulimia to anorexic, and then just would, would cut. And then I remember looking in the mirror one day and just taking my hands and clawing my face because I felt so unlovable and I felt so ugly and so hated. There was so much self-hatred in me that I would just try to destroy myself, you Mm -hmm. know, from the outside in or the inside out, however you want to call it. But for the longest time, I would just beat myself up. And I remember when I moved out of the abuse, I became my own abuser because Mm -hmm. I wasn't worthy enough isn't that yes, often the yes, case that we
0: turn it on ourselves mm-hmm.
1: we turn it inwards and outwards mm. because there's so much, we hide it so much yeah we want to hide it we wear that mask yeah. of I'm fine I'm okay yeah and we're taught that at an early age especially when you grow up in abuse you're taught to put on a mask yep don't tell anybody and if you try to tell someone then they're not gonna believe you yeah. and so I did I just well
0: did. you're a child right you're a child you feel like no one's gonna believe you right so you know you it brings me to a question a question right now what caused of the abuse who, who was the agitator who was so, the one
1: you know my my parents are amazing i love them. i love sure. my dad to the lord and, sure. and they're great they're still sure. married today sure, but there sure, was sure. just a lot of sure. you know they say hurting people i'm hurting gonna people. i'm gonna get this oh, out yeah, your hair too. yeah
0: yeah we're out here in yeah, nature this I is the real know. deal i know <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah you know hurting mm-hmm. people hurt people yep. and so there was just a lot of hurt from from both parties there was a lot of lying there was mm-hmm. a lot of deceit from yeah. from them both yeah. you know but i can say that the lord has healed them and they've mm-hmm. been married 52 years now wow
0: yes. they're and still together, they're to, this still day. together to this day glory to god
1: happened much but it was i really believe it was just prayer yeah. a lot of prayer and wow. um, a lot of healing took wow. place and so You know, I'm so thankful for that. Oh
0: my goodness!
1: Praise the Lord! Wow! 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 We serve a God of restoration. You better believe it. Yeah, that's right. So, so you
0: said at 12, you gave your life to the Lord. Yes. How how did that happen?
1: So I went to a youth camp. My Mm -hmm. mom always took us to church, so every Mm -hmm. Sunday morning we were at church, and if she didn't wake us up, I was the one saying, Mom, wake up, we got to go to church. I just knew I had to be in church. It was Mm -hmm. my only safe place. Mm -hmm. And so I went to my friend's uh, youth camp at Mm -hmm. age 12, Mm -hmm. and they gave the um, invitation. And so I prayed that night with um, a, a counselor. Wow. Yeah, and received, you know, Jesus Christ then. So
0: and so well. it wasn't even something that the parents particularly encouraged you? No. Yeah. You kind of was just led by the Lord on your mm-hmm. own?
1: I always had that internal, I've got to be in church, I've got to be where God is. And that's never changed. And wow. so even when I came back and moved out on my own, I would just go to church by myself. I'm like, I have to be where the Spirit of the Lord is because that's where healing and freedom takes place. Wow. And I knew that I needed healing and deliverance.
0: Wow. That yes. That let me. That, that blows me away. Because my testimony goes, right, when I was 12, mm-hmm. I was kicked out. Right. There was violence in my home, I was getting abused, and then I was kicked out. Mm-hmm. And to know that you went through something similar, right. and, and then on top of that, being a young girl, that's a little bit more difficult, mm-hmm. right, because a lot of times, Young girls tend tend to turn into themselves right. and hide themselves away. Where, where boys, on the other end, will kind of be more a little bit more violent, a little right. bit more outward right. expression mm-hmm. with, with how they're, they're what they're going through. Right. But yet you just allowed yourself to be almost in a cocoon yes. of God's love, mm-hmm. and then respond to the gospel.
1: Right. Right. I do think and, and like I have a, my brother who I adore he he rebelled you know he went outward he went out into the world and the drugs the, the mm. alcohol you know all that um, but yes a lot, most women kind of they go inward and they yeah. abuse their bodies yeah. because it's so familiar to them too yeah. if you're not being abused then you have to abuse yourself because wow. they're so wow. so familiar but that's not what God wants no that is not what no. God wants
0: wow Well, wow. and you know what guys and this is beautiful because this is what we do with The Hands and Feet of Jesus, just learning Dr. Trudy and learning her true story. When we come back, we're going to hear about what happens after that altar call and how her life was altered at the age of 12. Thank you so much for being with, uh, watching us at The Hands and Feet of Jesus. God bless you all. Thank you so much. We're back again with Dr. Trudy at The Hands and Feet of Jesus. show. We really appreciate you guys watching, but this has been a powerful testimony. I mean, I'm just... I'm just taken back by this you know as someone who grew up abused uh, at a young age as well like you but it didn't end for me in giving my life to the all to Christ at 12 but it but your life changed at 12. Can you talk to us a little bit more about what that was?
1: Well, you know, I want to say my life changed, and it did change because I because I was a Christian and I knew I was going to heaven. Yeah. But I still walked around with those thoughts, those yeah. those I want to say those demon thoughts in my head that yeah. you were never good enough, you would never yeah. measure up. And then having that learning disability and that speech impediment, it really made life hard for a really long was time. Was
0: that because of the abuse? It the was because impediment?
1: of um, yes, feeling insecure, feeling um, unworthy. That you know, because
0: a lot of people wouldn't think that now. Oh, baby, no,
1: it, it is true because wow. the enemy will do whatever he can to keep you bound. Uh-huh. He will do whatever he can. To keep you being abused and so the abuse at that point was you're no good you can't learn you know no one's ever gonna want you you'll never get a job so just have someone take care of you and so I lived with those lies all throughout high school and so it you know the Lord slowly started setting me free but I didn't have anyone preaching Jesus into my heart so I would go to church on Sunday but they talked about how the gifts were dead that the Holy wow. Spirit wasn't real, that Jesus didn't, you know, he doesn't do those things, that he talk about in Acts anymore. Right, and right, so for right, the right. longest time, I lived a very dead spiritual Christian life. Wow. And it wasn't until 19 that I started really, my mind started really becoming free sure. to experience the things right. that God has for me. Wow. But I still walked around. I was engaged twice to two people who were very abusive.
0: At a young age. At a
1: young age, um, until I met my husband, who I, the Lord used to really bring healing into my life. Yes, and so we moved to London and I learned about so the So at what
0: age was that when you when you met your husband well, after you went through the, those relationships? Yes.
1: So I actually was engaged at the time to a very abusive man when I met my husband. In fact.
0: He so so now the abuse comes back again. Yes. After you gave your life to the Lord. Yes. That can be hard on someone who gave their life it to Jesus.
1: Be. But it's familiar.
0: Yes, it is. It is familiar yes, it The is.
1: people who have were abused tend to abuse themselves or others and yeah. they get into a relationship that's yeah. abusive until they are truly yeah. set free. Wow. But when freedom isn't taught from yeah. the pulpit, sure. can you you know you, you don't know there is freedom. Yeah. So not until I realized that there was freedom was yeah. I able to walk away from the yeah. abusive relationship. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. That's that's there's a lot involved there. I can tell you what there's a lot involved there. So but at any point during that time did you then say that lord I can't do this no more? Like, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I know I give my life to you, Jesus, but I just don't want no, no more of it. Yeah.
1: So what? I was, I was 19 years old. I was at a stop sign um, close to home, and I said, Lord, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to live another day unless I can experience your healing love. And I was 19, and I just felt the presence come over me. And that was the beginning of my freedom journey, even though I still didn't feel worthy enough to have a godly man in my life.
0: So you were saying earlier that you got engaged, but this engagement didn't go the way you wanted it to go.
1: No, and and I knew, Jonathan, that it wouldn't because I knew he was very abusive. And I I had went to a trusted friend who was in an abusive marriage and they said, oh, just go ahead and marry him because once you get married, it'll change. Mm -hmm. And that quickened my spirit to say, Wait a minute! It's only going to change for the worse. Yeah. And so I told him. I called this this guy and said, "I'm sorry, I can't. I can't go through with the engagement." And he's like, "Just keep the ring for a couple of days and think about it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because in an abusive relationship, the, yeah. the mind games are so yeah. are so powerful. So I kept it for a couple of days, and then um, I went to church one night and I met this person, mm. and this person was amazing. You could see the love of Jesus in his eyes, and he asked me out, and I was like, "Why do you want to go out with me?" And um, he goes, I, I just do. And so um, he came over. Was he
0: was he like serving in the church or? He was
1: serving in church, tr- he I uh, was playing music. Um, he-
0: you were you were doing worship?
1: No, I was serving. You were serving. So I was serving food, and he came to play the worship. Okay, the worship all right. And so he just asked me out, and I was like, Why do you want to go out with me? And he goes, I don't know, I just do. And so anyway, he came over. I showed him the ring. And he just looked at me like, what are you doing with a wedding ring? And I was like, well, this guy has, so I told him the whole story. Needless to say, I broke it off with that, that, that gentleman, the, um, the abusive man and, um, started dating my, my husband now, who we've been married 23
0: years. Wow. So you, he, I mean, you were just captivated by this guy. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, is it safe to say that he kind of sparked the Holy Spirit back in you again?
1: It, it, It is because there was so much love in his eyes that I was like, Wow there's so much tenderness and I haven't, I, I never really experienced that except mm. through the Holy Spirit. And so wow. it was just, it was, it was life changing for me. Wow. And I, I kind of, I kind of bucked it for a while because yeah. he was so kind. Yeah. I wasn't used to that kindness. Oh, and that okay.
0: And so you so rejected that. You rejected that love for a while.
1: And we got engaged and I tried to break off the engagement uh, many times mm. and he wouldn't let me. He's like, we're in this together. And the Lord started using, um, him my husband Brian as yeah. a healing vessel in my life to be set free from all the abuse and all the um, rejection from the world and from myself and so that's when my healing journey actually became on fire. You
0: know Dr. Trudy that would, that would preach to so many women out there mm-hmm. that you are abused you kind of went back to what you knew. Right. And then here comes this man out of nowhere, shows you the love of Christ. You reject that love because you don't believe it to be true. Right, right. As as don't, is that most of the world, they, re- they reject the love of God well, of course. because they just, it can't be true, you can't love me. Right, right. I'm too dirty, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that the kind of what the disciples were saying? Right. I'm not worthy, Peter said, I'm a sinner. Yes. You don't know what I've done. Mm-hmm. And isn't, isn't that something?
1: It is. It's the lie of the enemy. And that's where the enemy keeps us. He wants to keep us bound, thinking you are so unlovable because do you know what you did? Yeah. And they always say when, when yeah. the, the enemy starts to remind you yeah. of your past, remind yeah. the enemy of his future. That's right. Right? That's because right. Because God has so much for that's us right. and the enemy wants to keep us from that. That's right. And Christ said that he came to give us the abundant life. Yeah. But the enemy came to still kill and destroy.
0: That's right. Yeah? And, you, and you know what's so beautiful about this, this conversation that we're having? It reminds me of a show called The Chosen. We were talking about that earlier, right? And then it reminds me of that scene where uh, Jesus did the miracle Mm -hmm. and and just multiplied all the fish, right? Or brought that fish out of nowhere. And then Peter jumps out the boat and says, drops to his knees and says, I'm a sinner. I'm unworthy. I've done so much. Mm -hmm. But yet Jesus picked him up and said, follow me. Yes. Follow me. Mm -hmm. And you did that. That's right. And you, you followed the Lord. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. I thank you so much for sharing that because that's such, uh, just such a part of the gospel that's missed. It is. Right? It's such a part of the gospel that's missed where people can understand it's okay to be dirty. Right. It's okay to have a have a messed up past. It is. Right? It is. It's okay to be dirty. It's okay to have a messed up past, but yet God comes to redeem you. Right. He comes. He washes you off. Mm-hmm. He makes you clean. He makes you whole. And he did that for you. Yes. So what was the... What was the day that Brian says, "Will you marry me?" or ask you to marry him? And then, how that happened?
1: Well, you know, it's so funny because we were—he um, had gone away on a trip to, to meet his, to see his pastor, to ask his pastor advice about marrying, about marrying. What a man of God! He yes. went
0: to his pastor, he went to his pastor and asked to his for advice. In
1: Pennsylvania. <laughs> he drove to Pennsylvania, talked to his pastor, of Bottery and came back. And I, being the insecure person that I was, sure. I said, "Oh wait, you changed your mind? You don't want to date me anymore?" And um, He had had this whole elaborate song planned out for me and all kinds of stuff to ask me to marry him. Mm -hmm. But because of my insecurity, he's like, I couldn't even wait. So he just pulled out the ring in the church parking lot. I was like, will you marry me? And um, I kind of ruined his uh, big, big surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can do it. Yeah, yeah, because I was just, you know, feeling so insecure that he had gone. I was like, oh, gosh. And that's what happens when you've been abused. Sure. Had, sure, sure, you know, sure. low anyway yeah. so we yeah, got engaged yeah. and we got we got engaged and we got married six months later or six three months later so we dated for three months got engaged and got married because that, god knew it had to be fast you know
0: and god will do that yes. he'll accelerate it when you are looking for that change when you know you wanted that change because mm-hmm. he knows your heart right, he knows right. the desires of your heart mm-hmm. and then finally when that love comes here In this time, because God stands outside of time, here in this time, we think things are maybe three months or six months. Mm -hmm. For God, it's already been eternity. It's already been done. Mm -hmm. So in here, in real time, He accelerates it. That reminds me of me and my wife. Mm -hmm. When I married my wife, I met her. I just, I told her about the love of Christ. Six months later, she got engaged. And six months from there, we got married. Amen. And it was just, it, it just happened so quick. And then you'd have the haters, Right. Right, the haters right. came along. Right, right, right. You shouldn't marry. Mm. It's too fast. Right. You don't know him. And what? Did you experience any of that yourself? You
1: know, I did, but I was like, you know, God knows. Yep. And God knew that we had to. We had to marry fast, mm-hmm. right? And I and I tell people when mm-hmm. I counsel them as well. If you know that that's the one that God has chosen mm-hmm. for you, why do you want to wait five mm-hmm. years unless yeah. circumstances are out of sure,
0: control? Sure, sure, sure.
1: But if you know that that's the one, wow. then wow. why not go ahead and say I do wow. and then get on with what wow. God has called you both to do wow. together?
0: Wow, this is amazing. Guys, we thank you for joining us with The Hands and Feet of Jesus. When we come back, we're gonna be talking with Dr. Trudy with, after now, marrying the man of God that transformed her life. What's life like after that? And how did the Christian view come about? Thank you so much for watching, John, with The Hands and Feet of Jesus. (laughs) Man, guys, we are back with John Nicholas on The Hands and Feet of Jesus show. And once again, I'm interviewing a true powerhouse in the kingdom i mean we've heard your test part of your testimony and in in, in, you know your back past wow can't get too much of it because then it will be like a, a trilogy right maybe we'll do that not certain but yet so we got through how you kind of grew up mm-hmm. talked about the abuse talked about you gave your life to christ at 12 significant number right Yes, yes. then after that you kind of just it was a, a a haze, it, was. Right? it was a bit of a haze right it was
1: tossed to and from back and forth oh yeah.
0: my oh, goodness I, I know what that mm-hmm. feels like I, I was tossed to and from yeah. lost my hair in the process mm-hmm. not happy about that oh, yeah. you know yeah no yeah yeah but they oh. watched the show they yeah. know, you guys know I'm bald-headed mm-hmm. but but I look good in the hat
1: bald is smart
0: bald is smart saves on shampoo costs
1: and shaves on time getting ready in the morning
0: and i need that i need that because if i could just jump into my outfit and go then i'd be i'd be i would love i wish i could do that
1: too yeah
0: i wish i could i wish my wife could do that Mm. but we're not going to go too much into that because that's not what what (laughs) it's about that's not what it's about so you got engaged didn't go the way you wanted to go the way you thought you would want it to go and but you learned some things in the process and then here comes god sending this man of god mm-hmm. this ephesians 5 man and then you just was captivated and then he asked you to marry him in a parking lot is yes. that right At the church at church the church park. If, if there's anywhere. So,
1: so not romantic because that was, that was that was kind of my fault. I don't because know. Like, I kind of like, you know, got all nervous. That
0: kind of mm-hmm. trumps mine. You know, I asked my wife to marry me. It wasn't a parking lot. Although she would have been fine with that. Yeah, yeah, But this he did in a church parking lot. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wonder if you planned that? Probably You know, not.
1: he was going to, we were going to go to church that night and then he had mm-hmm. made this. He wrote this really beautiful song. So he was going to, we were going to go to church. He wrote
0: a song he, too. He, you know, I wrote a song yes, for my wife.
1: Were you telling oh, that. that's awesome. Yes. He's an amazing um, songwriter and get guitar player. He's we got to
0: get together. He's amazing. So he oh. had the
1: song all planned out for me and then I kind of ruined his, his surprise. So we were going to go to dinner after church. He was going to play this song at the park and, and then ask me to marry him. Wow. So I kind of jumped the gun on him. You jumped the gun. I did. I did. On him, so I kind of messed that up. So, but I did go into church that night with a beautiful ring on my fingers. So.
0: Wow. Wow. wow, wow. That's yeah. so That's so awesome. Yeah. And then after that, you guys took a trip. We did. You moved.
1: So we did. We, we so he had bought a house for us to move into when we got married, we, and then we decided we wanted to go away.
0: We mm. thought the best
1: thing to do for our marriage yeah. was to move.
0: Isn't and that? So where else yeah. to
1: go but to London? <laughs> so wow. Of them. all
0: places, oh. let's go where the weather's unpredictable.
1: <laughs> Can I just tell you how good God was? Though? Sure. Because I struggled a lot with depression. they like, "Don't go to London because yeah. it's rainy all the time and it's dark all the time." Uh. And the Lord, in His goodness, uh. knew what I needed, and yeah. so it was for two years. He's good no rain i mean it rained early in the morning and late at night the sun was out for two years it was the best two years they said they had in london in years now
0: is this, this london itself or were you off london, in like a town or, we or a right countryside so
1: from our flat you could see the tower bridge we were wow. right and brian had oh, with his, uh, my his company at the time
0: yes. so
1: and that that's where our lives really really changed is
0: that where you guys got married
1: no we got married in marietta georgia okay, you, and then oh. A year, not even a year. We moved to London. We had been married wow. six months, I think, and sold everything—our cars, our wow. house—and moved to London. Wow.
0: So when did the family get started?
1: So that's another great God story. Um, we had been married nine years, and we were told we were an infant, uh, we could never get pregnant. They okay. said we would never be able to have children. Um, we were a kind of an infertility. Always oh, those theys
0: telling yeah. you. Those I'm they people. Who are they? People, who are they telling so, you can't I get know. pregnant.
1: And so, yeah, I was 36, and, and we had just got the news that, you, you know, you'll never be able to have kids, so just, you know, we're like, okay, we'll just move on. And so he went out and bought me a Mini Cooper sports car, the smallest you car. Need car. You need those yeah, in London.
0: You need those in London, right? Oh <laughs> they got some God. small streets.
1: Oh <laughs> um, anyway, six months later, I got pregnant with Jonathan.
0: <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. And we didn't set this up, guys, okay, the fact that her son's name is Jonathan. It's a powerful name. All right, name. but it's a powerful yeah. name. I don't know. He had a good friend. It was a king read about it yeah
1: yeah yeah that's awesome but in london i learned about the power of the holy spirit so we in london we were able to that's where you
0: first learned about the holy spirit that where I first oh learned it. my I goodness
1: was, i was i was older and we um we went to africa on a trip and um
0: to okay, if there's the- anywhere <laughs> to go besides london <laughs> no. africa so from okay london,
1: we, we flew to africa with some friends for a trip and mm. i got what's called tunisian tummy.
0: Tunisian, tummy tunisian tummy i think i drink that as a tea right yeah, I could. that's and like I a herbal tea I got.
1: I couldn't leave my hotel room, and all the people that we were with, and my husband, they were going on tours. And, and, they didn't have Tunisian they didn't tummy. Have Tunisian tummy, just me. So I opened the Bible to mm-hmm. the Book of Acts. Okay. And that's when the Holy Spirit showed up, and I, I was like, oh my goodness, the same power that li- that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in me. Oh, like, I don't
0: wow. have to walk
1: around with oppression, depression. I don't have to walk Come around on. in fear. Come on. And it just all oh, just started to make sense. Oh,
0: and then I'm when loving we flew this. back to
1: London, we found the most spirit-filled church, the most beautiful church called Holy Trinity Brompton. Mm. And they started the course Alpha Course. I don't know if you're familiar mm. with that, no. but the Alpha Course. So in London at the time, about 2% of the population were believers. And that's so, okay. I,
0: I did hear yeah, that.
1: It was a very, very um, dead society. Sure. And so our church, Holy Trinity Brompton, they would take people of their congregation into other churches mm. and just worship mm. and bring in the, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's and so good. And they started this Alpha Course, which brought many, many, many people sure. into fellowship with the Holy Spirit yeah. and Jesus Christ. And wow. so that's when my journey truly started with the Holy Spirit and signs gifts and wonders. so what
0: happened to the tunisian tummy it did went, you get healing
1: well yeah Well, it was only it was like a virus oh. from drinking the water and so that was a three day i was in my hotel room for three days and i just read the. so book you didn't of have
0: to wear a mask for that one
1: no no mask at all no, no mask no mask at all. no mask no mask so you Lord.
0: just read the book of acts yep. holy spirit moved yep. tunisian tummy went away okay, uh-huh. tunisian tummy went running yes you took sure, off yeah and then you got a hold of that Holy Trinity Spirit-filled church, yep. mm-hmm. and then God just started moving some more in there, and you went to Africa. Yep. So what happened when you got to Africa?
1: Well, that's when I learned, that's when I had Tunisian Tummy, and I learned... Oh, you, oh
0: Tunisian Tummy yep. in Africa.
1: Tunisian Tummy was in Africa, and we came back, and that's when we found Holy Trinity Brompton. Oh, my so Tunisian goodness. Tunisian Tummy was first, reading the Book of Acts was second, and then finding the Holy Spirit.
0: Was reading the Book of Acts in Africa? It, or it So reading the Book of Acts, so you had that revelation in Africa, mm-hmm. Got back to London, the Lord led you to the church, and you just started fellowship with the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen, that's right. And
0: then from there, you just started what, taking off?
1: Taking off. Jonathan was born. Jonathan was born back in the States. Back
0: in the States. Back in the States. Oh my goodness. And that's when
1: we found a church. So when we left London, I said, we have to find a church in Atlanta that is Holy
0: Holy Spirit
1: on fire. So with
0: London, was it like just time to say goodbye? Because you guys just went on a little trip.
1: We were there for two years. Right. Okay oh, so you,
0: so it was time to say it's time to move back to the states. Yes.
1: Brian's job at that time his tour of duty was over. And so it
0: was time So Brian us. served
1: no, he well, he no, he was in uh he was a CPA. And oh, so his okay. company sent him over for us. Oh, he was okay. called a tour of duty okay. with that company. Oh yeah, you know,
0: cuz yeah. I was I was ready to say God yeah. bless America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, no,
1: no he, he does serve a lot, but not he didn't, yes, he, yes, he yes, didn't yes. serve. Yes, 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 Well, school, he was so. serving
0: in the church. Yes. And then he served you up. An right. engagement. That's right. Oh, that's God, right. God, that's yeah. so good. That's right. So you guys got back to the states mm-hmm. and then did, did, what happened next after so, that? yeah,
1: so we got back and we're like, we have got to find a spirit filled church. Sure. And so we did, and we were at that church for 15 years. Wow. And just 15 watched. years. So, you know, I, took, I, I, I decided, you know, I want to learn all about healing and deliverance. Yeah. Because I was so yeah. in prison for so many years that oh, I wanted goodness. to be a vessel to set the captives free. Yeah. So I just started just learning all I could about healing and deliverance, oh, taking my. courses, and, and then the Lord would use me. To heal people wow. and to set them free. And it was it was the most amazing thing, John, just to, to be a vessel for the Lord to use to heal people, to set them free. Wow. And um i've just been on fire since just wanting to mm. share god and heal- i mean i was healed from so many things mm. you know depression anxiety oppression you know i want to say d- demonic voices that just yeah. would not let me go. Yeah. trauma you know yeah. and yeah. And, I, and i i knew after i got healed that i was supposed yeah. to be a healing vessel for others yeah and so that's been that's been our journey but he called us to do that mm-hmm. he
0: called us to heal the sick yes he did right oh raise the dead and you know mm-hmm. people think that There's believers who think that 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 doesn't happen today. But then how do you explain Ron Harbunke's ministry? Mm -hmm. How do you explain Daniel Kalenda's ministry? How do you explain these ministries that are are in Africa, Mm -hmm. and they're seeing the dead being raised, but yet here, but they're not seeing that here in Western Christianity. That's not visible on not this side. Much,
1: not as much because there's so much unbelief.
0: So much unbelief. So
1: much unbelief, and then there's fear. I remember the first time I prayed for someone that was that was delivered. He was yeah. in the ICU, and he was. They said, "You're not. He's not going to make it through the night." His hands, John, were swollen and blue because mm. his kidneys had shut down. His feet were swollen, um, and yeah. blue. And yeah. so I was like, "I need to lay hands on him." So I laid yeah. my hands on his hands, yeah. and I laid my hands on his feet. And the doctors were like, well, what are you doing? I was like, I'm praying. He goes, he's not gonna make it through the night. I said, yes, he is. So the next morning he was alive. Guess what, his hands were not blue, his feet were not Hallelujah. Blue. He out of the ICU. And I'm like, that's the God we serve. He wants to.
0: He walked out of the ICU. Of you the the ICU. guys hear from the hands and feet of Jesus, This man walked out of the ICU after being prayed for because you had faith and you believe. If you're someone out there right now struggling with your faith, struggling whether or not you can get that healing, you just heard it from Dr. Trudy herself with her own testimony to say that he walked out of the ICU after doctors declared him that he wasn't going to make it. Yet he made it. He made it. Yes. Oh, my God. We serve that type of God.
1: We do. We do, And he, he wants to do those things. And that's the thing. He wants to do them. I mean, he wants to heal people from depression. Yes. He wants to heal broken marriages. Yes. He wants to set Hallelujah. the captives free. That's yeah. what he wants to do yeah. because he loves us so much. Yeah.
0: That's so good. That's so good. And, you know, guys, we're gonna about to take another break. But when we get back, we're going to learn about Dr. Trudy and the Christian view. You don't want to miss this because this is going to be powerful stuff. Okay? So thank you guys for staying tuned. And when we get back, we're gonna hear about the Christian view and how that got started. All right, sounds good. God bless you guys. See you you get back. So we're back with Dr. Trudy here on the Hands and Feet of Jesus show. And this is so so important right now. So we we covered your testimony. We covered how some of the some of the bad choices started to lead to the good choices. Right. We talked about uh, what, what, what was the tummy? Tummy, I was. Tunisian get? tummy. Tunisian tummy, Africa, right? Which yeah. I thought was a tea. Uh, you will not want to drink that you tea. You would not want to drink. You that don't that want to drink now. that tea, right? So then we talked about how beautiful London was. Yes. How God provided the sun, literally. Yes. For the two years that you were there. Mm-hmm. And then now you came back to the states, and then what happened when you came back to the states?
1: So we came back to the states. We um, found the church that. That's know, that right. You found the church. Filled. Filled. We, we were there for 15 years. The Lord um, allowed us, Brian and I, to lead a young marriage ministry there for nine years. That's so right. we were the the, 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 ministry, the marriage ministry mm-hmm. at the church for nine years. We did uh, marriage counseling. We did mentoring.
0: Now, hold on now. You started off relationships not on a good hand, right? right. You started a relationship real rocky. And then talk about redemption. Yes. God brings it now just full circle here. Mm-hmm. And now you're preaching to married couples yes. single couples as well
1: they were normally married so it was it was all it was newly married to you know 20 years we had 20 year people who've been married 20 years in our classes hear so, me single yes. couples
0: you know they have those people yeah. that are single I they think they're in, in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> See, And you were preaching yeah. to married couples. Yes. God will truly redeem.
1: Yes, he he really has. He has been so gracious to us in redeeming wow. everything that the enemy has tried to steal, and it's wow. just been so so beautiful. So we did that for nine years. We wow. did, and we traveled, and we would speak at marriage conferences, and then mm. um, and That's then good. I decided. Well, Brian decided. He goes, you know, I really got to focus on my career. Sure. So he's like. You go out and you speak, since you love to do it. Let me be at home and cheer you on. Wow, what so, a supportive yeah, husband! I have the best. i have the best.
0: Hey, husband. Brian, when you watch this, high five, man! You, you're awesome. That's he amazing. Is. He's, he's amazing. You hear that, husbands? Hmm? Take some notes. If your wife got a talent, let her go out and go. Yes. That's good.
1: Yes, yeah, so he's always been my biggest cheerleader, so it's been great. That's yes. good.
0: Men can be cheerleaders, too. That's right. I love that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm my wife's biggest cheerleader.
1: And we need to be. We yeah. need to be, as in your marriage, you need to be each other's biggest cheerleaders. Rooting each other on. Supporters. But doesn't
0: Christ do that for us? He does doesn't he when he sees us down and out he's rooting us he on is. telling us go run your race mm-hmm. he's waiting at the finish line
1: he is okay oh, i tell you a great story about yes the please okay. tell so us so i do Ironman. And okay an iron Man is a 140 mile race
0: oh and oh, at that's the right. at the
1: end uh, there is the 140 finish line.
0: mile race yes i might lose my glory at the end of that I know, but oh there, that
1: it reminds me of jesus waiting for you because at the very end half a mile to the end, you're running through this thing called a shoot, And yeah. on either side is, are people, hundreds of people cheering you on. And when you cross the finish line, they announce your name and they say, Trudy Simmons, you are an iron man. And I just picture the Lord saying, I've cheered you on. You've ran wow. your race. And as you cross into glory, He's there saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. Oh my it's goodness. It's just such a good visual that God does cheer us on. When we think we can't go on anymore, He is right there pushing us through to our finish line. Every single time.
0: Wow. So you don't need a Rocky movie. You don't need none of that. Mm -mm. You're talking about Christ is just cheering you on and you do the Iron Man. I'm going to have to train for that one. But that's what
1: he does for all of us. Whatever race you're in, whatever race you're called to do, he is cheering you on Mm -hmm. to victory because he's a God who cannot fail. Wow. And when he sees your potential, he he will carry you through.
0: Well, that reminds me now, he saw your potential and he cheered you on. And then he blessed you with the Christian view.
1: He did. He did. So can we
0: talk about that? Yes. What was the origin of the Christian view? So How would that get started? I
1: don't know. So, uh, so the Christian view has been on air. We're getting ready to start our seventh year in January. Seven
0: seasons? Yes. Seven is a significant it number. Is,
1: it's it is. God. completion. Praise God.
0: No, we're not going to be done with the Christian no, view. No, eight, eight is new beginnings. Eight is, eight is new beginnings. <laughs> you better believe so it. I know. So God Praise has new God. things
1: on the horizon. But, Amen. So eight years Amen. ago, I mm. went to the studio, mm. and I said, I have this, I talked to Brian, I'm like, I have this great idea mm. of the Christian view, kind mm. of, we have the secular view, so let's do the Christian view. So, we went to the studio. <laughs> they, they, do,
0: they do have the <laughs> secular view. <laughs> they do have the secular view,
1: but we need the Christian view. That's right, and so that's right. I went to the studio, and we just couldn't afford it. We oh, couldn't afford wow. to get it started, wow. and so someone else started it, Yeah. And um, and then I went to audition for it, and they mm. said, sorry, you're not. You're not who we're looking for. Just
0: audition for the Christian View? Yes. yes. Wow. So the Christian View was already so an I, established show.
1: Right. Well, I came up with the idea, but I couldn't afford to start it. So someone else started it.
0: And as in like you passed the baton to someone else? No,
1: just as if it started.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Um, and so I, just, I, I said, okay, I'll, I'll audition for it. Since I can't host it and start it myself, I'll audition. And they said, no, you're not who we're looking for. So I went and started Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy Mm. and had my own show where I talked about healing, deliverance, freedom, counseling. And um, one day I was on my bike, working out, training for an Ironman, and I get a phone call. Would you like to come and be a co-host of The Christian View? And I'm like, God, what are you up to? Mm -hmm. What are you up to? And And so I said, absolutely, I don't have to think about this. This has been my dream Mm -hmm. for the last couple of years. So I was a co-host and then I get a call would you like to take over it? And I was like, God, you are so good. You are so good. So um, <laughs> the Christian View has is entering its seventh season, um, and I'm entering my third season with the Christian View.
0: So, so when it got started, what season did you enter in?
1: I entered in on the third.
0: Now you came in as a as a co-host. As
1: a co-host.
0: And then at which point did it become you being the host?
1: Season five.
0: Season five. Season so five. So you stayed faithful. Yes. So from what I'm hearing is like when Christ talks about the wedding, when you take that seat in the back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he brings you to the front. Amen. So Amen. you sat, you said, Lord, all right, you, uh, maybe maybe I wasn't ready, Lord, you know. Yes. You took the co-host position, you sat there as a co-host, you stayed faithful, yes. you served, and the Lord brought you to the front.
1: Yes, Exactly.
0: Amen. And he hallelujah. He
1: is good that way. I mean, he is such a, a God who redeems, and he's. Re- I, I've watched him redeem every part of my life that the enemy has tried to destroy, and oh. so I just. I, the Christian view is just such a blessing. And and Brian, oh. he talked. We talked about it all. The time, he goes, the Lord just gave it back. You know, he yeah. knew that that was your heart, yeah. and he was. He well, was you trained for it. You. Yes.
0: You were you were running and training for yes. it. Yes. And mm-hmm. he cheered you on. Yes. And then he gave it to you. That's right. So since then, since you've been hosting it. Yes. How has the Christian view just been impacting uh, believers, non-believers?
1: It's, it's, it's been great. So we started when I took it up, we were on 10 networks. Now we're on 10 networks. 10. Now we're on
0: 28. Wow, 28 networks? Is that predominantly here in Alpharetta, here in Atlanta, no, here in Georgia? it's
1: around the world. So we're in, we're in the UK, we're in Pakistan, we're in India. What? Um, we're in Australia.
0: Down so, under. So, yes. Wow. So um,
1: you can hear and see the Christian view all over right now.
0: What networks are, are we talking here?
1: Well, there's different networks. So we're on um, Parables TV. We're on Grace TV. We're on the same one that your you're You're on the Taken Network. Yes, this yes. is
0: what we understand. Which
1: is great. We love the Taken Network, so we're very thankful for Barry. Um, we're on... Yeah, he's awesome. He is awesome. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. He's, he's,
0: a, he's, a, good, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a, um, not too shabby. Not too right. shabby, like Jesus from The children's would yeah, yeah. say, not too shabby. That's not right. Not too
1: shabby. I mean, there well, there's 28 of them on yeah. um, Truly TV, yeah. so... Um, 28, that's yeah. a big number, too. It is. Two and eight.
0: Yes. Wow, and it started with how many?
1: It started when I took it over, we were on 10.
0: Yes. So I'm hearing now what the Lord says, who's faithful with a little, he'll give you a lot. Right. And if you're faithful to that, he'll just keep on adding. That's right. That's so good. So w- what do you want the people to know about the Christian view? The heart of it?
1: You know, the Lord gave me this scripture years ago, and it's, it's Isaiah 61. And it says, mm-hmm. the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim freedom for the captives and to release those from darkness who have been in prison." And that's what the Christian view is about, shedding light on what God's word is, because God's word, as we said earlier, is a, is a sword. and We've got to know God's word. Mm. You know, you have all media at you, all secular media, but what does God's word say? What sure. does it say about abortion? What does it say about divorce? What does it say about finance? What does it say about relationships? What does it say about your body as the temple? Yeah. And so the Christian view is showing people, bringing people back to what God's word says about every secular topic that is out there.
0: Wow that that's so good what has been some of the the feedback both good and bad have you got do you guys get like emails in letters in and they Thank talk you. about it what what's what's some of that what's some of the things that are, are kind of happening that's like okay god we're just gonna keep going
1: you know just even today i was walking out of church and this this lady comes up to me well she was a younger lady she's probably in her 20s she goes i love watching your show I, I i tape it and i watch it and i was like well you can just go to the youtube channel she goes i know i know but i like to i like to watch it. So, um, she goes it's just so inviting it's just inviting to know that there are you know there's five of us on the platform at a time Mm -hmm. and we all believe what god's word says we kind of come at it at different angles sure you know does god okay god's word says this but have you thought about it in in light of this in light of this in light of this way and so um So we get a lot of positive feedback on, you know, you're bringing the gospel, and it's making me understand, Mm. and it's making me want to go and read more, Mm. okay? Because we we only have, you know, seven-minute segments, and so we can't get it all in. So we encourage Mm. people to go back and read, Mm. you know, the scriptures that we talk about, the topics Mm. that we talk about, so they can Mm. find out more truth on their own.
0: Mm, That's so good. Mm -hmm. And who are some of the guests that you've had on on your show?
1: So we had uh, Dr. Elvita King. Oh, that's Yeah, And we did did a segment on... um, conquering racism which was which was huge she was she was delightful just an amazing lady um, recently we had um, the president of the Atlanta Dream Center Wow One, his name is Pastor Paul and they have a huge organization downtown in Atlanta um, where they bring you know they take prostitutes off the streets sex sex trafficking they feed the homeless. Glory just to huge God! Huge ministry. They're saving Glory lives. Glory to God! And so the Christian View has kind of partnered with them, and so we go out with them. We actually go out next on the seventh of November. We go out with them once a month, and it's called Princess Night, and we go and we wow. minister to the um, the prostitutes on the street and just wow. let them know how much Jesus loves them. Well, you
0: you know what that reminds me? Of? It reminds me of an interview I did with with a, with a with a former with a former co-host that was on your show, yeah. right, mm-hmm. Cameron Arnett? Yes. And I was talking with Cameron, and we were talking about this film that he's on called uh, "Don't Say My Name." Yes. And that film talks about and shows actually the real life about Mm -hmm. human sex trafficking, and uh, just making people aware that this is something that's really happening Mm -hmm. in our world right now. Right. But yet we're talking about other stuff way more than we're talking about human Mm -hmm. sex trafficking.
1: But we just we don't want to believe it's there. We want to stay in our own little bubble. And, and not believe it's there, but it is so real, and it is so, so, you, so you it's right under our nose. So you
0: think, a lot of a lot, a lot of people just don't want to believe that people are being sold right. into slavery. That slavery still exists. Exactly. But it does. Mm-hmm. And it's a real, you know it's crazy, is they will believe it, that it's in another country, and it's happening, yes. but not in our own country. Right. Why, <laughs> and what do, why do you think is that? Why do you think that they believe that it's not happening in our own country? I
1: don't think they want to accept it, because then they're going to have to do something about it. They have it, to play a part in, in it if they know if they know it's happening, then they're gonna have to play a part.
0: Wow. In the freedom. Wow, wow, wow. That that, that really speaks because mm-hmm. that, that that speaks to relationships. Right. A lot of times in relationships, people won't accept that they're going through something mm-hmm. because it's almost too hard to accept because they know that once they accept it, then they're gonna have to do something about exactly. it. So it's honestly the reason why people don't turn and give their life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Because they realize that wait a second, if I gotta accept that God exists then I accept that God has a son. And then I accept that I'm a sinner. Right. Now you have to do something about it. Now you right. got to turn from, and that's just about the hardest thing right. for people to do, to surrender. turn from their way, to, yeah, surrender. to surrender. To surrender.
1: They're afraid. What am I going to have to give up? You know, I spoke at a, a conference um, of Christian counselors recently. That's right. And I talked about that thing. I Is said that never, the
0: one you went to in Texas? In
1: Texas last week. Okay, I spoke please to 800 tell us about that. Um, How many? 800 you spoke to 800 counselors and we could just tell you about god's God's goodness you know i I was so nervous and i walked up on stage and the holy spirit was just he just fell on me and it was just the beautiful because it wasn't me speaking that's right it was it was all holy spirit and when i got when i got off the stage Mm. someone came up to me and they said i just want to thank you for sharing healing and deliverance because we don't hear that anymore we don't hear that from from counselors, you don't hear that from the pulpit. But one thing I said was, we've got to be real with our pain. Yeah. We've got to be able to tell somebody that we're hurting mm. because the enemy wants us to keep it hidden. Because if we keep it hidden, there's no freedom. That's right. But once it comes into light, mm-hmm. then there is freedom. That's right. And that's what God wants. He wants right. that freedom. But the right. enemy wants everything hush-hush mm-hmm. in the dark, mm-hmm. behind our backs, mm-hmm. so that there's no freedom. And I think with sex trafficking, that's
0: the same thing. You know, it reminds me of something that that, that I, I like to say. With pain, it's all a matter of how you wear it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't wear their pain well. Right. And it looks ugly on them. Mm-hmm. And they let that kind of kind of carry on to other people. Right. And then it affects. It goes back to the hurt people, hurt people right. thing. Right. And it's all about how you wear your pain and how you are can kind of come to terms with there is pain. There is pain. You know, I speak about um, the process, uh, the manifestation of processed pain. Right. And pain is something that can be processed a lot like a, like a sandwich, if you mm-hmm. will. Let's say you take a, a sandwich of any sort, right? When you eat it. There's nutrients that go into your body, and then there's other things that your body doesn't need, and it excretes it out, right? right? It, it applies the nutrients to the certain parts of the body, and all the other gunk goes out the back end, right? Right. When it comes down to your pain, pain is like that. Mm-hmm. I suffered from abuse. You suffered from abuse. Right. But what you did with that pain and how you processed the manifestation of that pain, out from that came the true birth of the new creation. in right. which what God called you to be. Mm-hmm. That's amazing that you did that.
1: But if you keep the pain in, it leads to bitter it leads to illness in your body. Right. High blood pressure. It leads to diabetes. Yes. You know, all that bitterness, unforgiveness, pain. Right. It will wreak havoc because right. it's it's foreign in our body. Right. Unforgiveness right. and bitterness and, and right. rejection, all that's foreign in our right. body. And when we get rid of that, right. that's when the healing takes place. But if we keep it festered, it takes root, and that's when all sickness starts to.
0: You know, you're, you're really ministering to me right now, and I'm getting excited, but I, I think we're going to have to go to a, a, we're going to cut on a break here because your name is Dr. Trudy Simmons. And I think a lot of our viewers want to know, what's the doctor part, right? You got a lot of people, when you hear doctor, you, know, you should kind of straighten up, you know, all of a sudden you start coughing, right. <laughs> you know, when you hear doctor. So I'd like to go into that and maybe tell our viewers of, how that came about, and, and what exactly you're a doctor of, and, and, and let's bless them with that. Okay. Well, guys, we'll okay. be right back, and we thank you so very much for joining us at the Hands and Feet of Jesus Show. Yep. And we are <laughs> back on the Hands and Feet of Jesus Show with Dr. Trudy. It's been amazing time spending time here in your home.
1: Thank you for coming. Oh it's Such my.
0: a beautiful day. Oh, I mean, we picked, so, a, didn't, we, didn't the Lord pick a gorgeous he day? He did. He did. He's so good. Yes. I feel a little bit of that London sunlight mm-hmm. that He provided over there for us here. That's right. Wow, praise he God. He will provide. He Pray, will. Yes, He will. Yeah. He is a provider, way to maker. I think
1: that a couple days ago, the whole city was out of power.
0: Yeah. The whole city was yeah. out of life. Uh, but, but as we heard earlier in, in church service yes. today, which we had a pleasure of going to Restoration Church, yes. what an amazing church, what an amazing message. Pastor brought a powerful we message did. about power, Yes. right? Yes. But you guys, you guys, did you fare pretty well during the storm?
1: You know, I mean, we, we lost power. We didn't have any trees or anything down, but we lost power for two days. Mm. We did, and we still have friends without power.
0: Wow. So oh, um, we were very thankful that,
1: that the power came back on. So
0: you had to get the generator and we get all that stuff. We have a st- generator. What? So now I think you we're going to buy school?
1: One. We did. We had candles. We had a little lantern. And then I flew to Texas and left my husband here with no power. No power. Yes.
0: But praise God for yes. Acts 2. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Praise God that yes. the Lord sent power.
1: The power will come upon us.
0: Well, you In know the what? The po- the power came upon Amen. Yes. I, I come to agreement. The power came upon you and you're Dr. Trudy. I am. How did that come about?
1: You know, it's just another goodness of the Lord, because I think I told you in an earlier interview, I had a very bad learning disability, yep. um, and I did, couldn't make it, yeah. You know, they said, don't worry about it, you'll never make it to college, yeah. and I, I just, I had that, my, my mind had shut down, and then one day, after my son was born, I was like, the Lord said, because I was a fitness trainer, yep. I don't know if okay. you knew that about no, me, I, did not. I, ra- I ran, I, I mean, yeah, you did I do Ironman, I did, but I owned and operated a women's fitness center, women's health and fitness center called Total Fitness, And women would come in and they would share their stories of of their home life. And the Lord said to me one day, he goes, you know how to train someone's body and get someone's body fit. Now I want you to learn about their mind. Mm. So I went to school and got uh, started school. I had no idea I was going to get a Ph.D. or get ordained as a minister. um, But the Lord, he just, I just kept going. I I loved to learn. And and before I knew it, I had my Ph.D. in family and marriage counseling and um, continued to train, but put my training, my... um, doctorate into my personal sure. training, sure. and then eventually I sold that practice and just did counseling and speaking and teaching.
0: That is yeah. so good. What a testimony. You know, there's there's a lot to you. That's good. And you know, it reminds me that women are so powerful, mm-hmm. and often, sometimes that power often is kind of hid under a basket right? Uh, because of the leadership in their life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and praise God that you had a great husband yes. leading leading the way for you
1: that's right amen and you know in scripture it says God did not give us a power of timidity but of love power sound mind and John for for a lot of my life I woke I walked around in timidity Mm. very scared very fear of man just anxiety Mm -hmm. and then you know slowly the Lord started you know reminding me you have power the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives inside of you. And it's time to walk in that authority and it's time to walk in that anointing with that boldness and that assurity, assurity that God who started this journey on with me is going to see it through to the end.
0: Mm. And
1: so I think so many people need to know that. Wow. That God in you, Christ, your hope and glory, that is where your confidence and bold com- boldness comes from. Sure. It doesn't come from anything outside in this that this world can give us.
0: Well, so, well, so many people... Um, even women in particular, they put a lot of themselves into other things, mm-hmm. right? Like the upkeep of the way they look or right. uh, uh, their social status or whatever going around them. Mm-hmm. But instead of looking at within themselves, saying that I am worthy, uh, it reminds me of uh, Mary of Magdala. Yeah. You know, Mary Magdala had a troubled past. It was real rough. She had a lot of spirits on her. But yet God came along and he called her by her name yeah. and said you are Mary. Mm-hmm. I called you by your name. You know? And then he and then she gained that confidence and she followed him. Yes. Yeah. And she followed him. and it's like only if women can can know that you can you can be just the same. Right. If you just follow the sun. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to look for validation from the world.
1: Right. Or chasing shiny objects like women are good at chasing <laughs> shiny little objects okay are they gonna like me are they gonna like me or is this gonna make me look better instead of just saying okay looking in the mirror and saying I am the righteousness of Christ I am fearfully and wonderfully made you know I am the daughter and that's what I, keep, I have a little four-year-old and yeah, she's, she's, a, she's adopted she's and I, I teach her you are the daughter of the king oh. and you you have authority in Christ and I used to teach at that four. to my mom, too. You know, I would put him in the mirror and I would put the armor of God on him. That's good. You know, I was like, you have to yeah. know who you are in Christ That's and right. what weapons you have. Mm-hmm. And I think that we forget. Yeah. You know, life life gets busy and we forget who we are in Christ and the power mm. that we have mm. in Christ mm. and the weapons that he's given us. I mean, they're wow. supernatural weapons. Wow. You know, talked about in Ephesians. Sure. The helmet, the belt. Yeah. All that is supernatural from on. God.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah instead of like, you know, people put more faith in their seatbelt and their airbags yes. than they do the armor of the God. Their
1: 401K. I mean...
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they invest in their 401K. Right, right. Oh, that, that's so good. You know, I worked for a ministry, and I taught children that. Right. I taught teenagers. I taught them every morning to suit up with the armor yes. of God. Because I said, if, you don't, if you're not prepared, because the moment you get up from that bed, mm-hmm. the enemy's looking to attack right. you. And the moment you step out of that house... Forget it. Right. You're, you're under attack. But if you don't have that armor, if you don't have the weapons of warfare, well, you're not going to win that battle. You're not. Because it's an everyday battle. It's
1: an everyday battle. There's a saying that says, we want to be the type of people that when our feet hit the floor in the morning, mm. the devil shudders and says, oh no, they're right. awake. Yeah. And that can only be is mm-hmm. if we suit up with the armor mm-hmm. and we know that we're serving a supernatural God, but also knowing which so many people struggle with their identity mm-hmm. in Christ, mm-hmm. truly knowing who they are in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's when we can really you know, have victory each and every and, day. and that
0: reminds me of once again, the interview I did with Cameron Arnett. Uh-huh. He did a film called Overcomer yes. with the Kendrick brothers. Mm-hmm. Talk about amazing men of God, the Kendrick brothers. Yes. I mean, those guys are doing some amazing things in a film. Would you agree? I would, yes. They did a film called Overcomer mm-hmm. and it speaks about knowing your identity yes. in Christ. Here goes this young 15 year old girl doesn't know her mom, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't know her dad. It's Grandma's taking care of her. And she just doesn't know her identity. She's doing all kinds of things she shouldn't be doing. But at some point in time in the film, she learns of her yes. identity. because Oh, it's so good because you learn of who her father was, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then when you learn who your father is, you come to know your true identity. That's right. You know what? I'm feeling led to do something here. We're going to take a break in a little bit. But Dr. Trudy, you think you could talk to the women out there and just if you had a quick word for them, what would you say to the woman out there right now? who does not know her identity
1: you know i would say look in the mirror and you know joyce Myers did this all the time she wrote scriptures of who she was in jesus christ so i want to tell you who you are and then i want you to write these down so that you can take them wherever you go you are the daughter of the the daughter of the king you are fearfully and wonderfully made you lack no good thing it says in deuteronomy um, that you are the head and not the tail that you are first and not last That you are blessed and you are surely not cursed and God's goodness is running after you sometimes it's hard to believe those good things about you but that's who the father sees you that's how the father sees you he sees you as as beautiful he sees you as a princess he sees you as whole he sees you as accepted and not rejected he sees you as loved and not hated Mm. and that is who you are so take those thoughts and then write them on, on, on on tablets and put them in your in your bathroom in your car so that you will know every day how God sees you because you are the beloved of the Most High God.
0: Wow, 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 wow. That is good. That's some good stuff there. And with that, we are going to take a break. And when we get back with the hands and feet of Jesus, we're going to talk a little bit more about how you can follow Dr. Trudy, where you can keep up with the Christian view, and uh, just how can you get behind her with this ministry. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you when you get back. Hey, we are back with John with The Hands and Feet of Jesus, and we got some know. new people yes, here. Yes, Can we do. Can you too. introduce us to everybody? Yes,
1: would you like to tell everybody what your name is?
0: Albie Monet Simmons.
1: Albie Monet Simmons, and she is four. And then I have my better half up here, Brian Simmons, and my other better half, Jonathan Simmons, who's 14. He's in ninth grade. Awesome. Runs cross country and
0: track. Uh, awesome, yeah. awesome. Well, yeah. you're talking about Iron Man and mm-hmm. running, and he does cross country? He does cross
1: country. then we're country. talking about the
0: Overcomer movie. Man, yes. so much significance. Yes. Yes. So is this? That's right. So is this the guy that we were talking about who, who who asked you to marry him in a parking lot?
1: This is who asked me to marry him in a parking lot. I ruined his plan. He had the beautiful s- Yes,
0: so romantic. But he and
1: I wrote a book together. It's called seven bridges. It's a journey through healing in marriage seven
0: bridges mm-hmm. Wow, wow. wow. So. Well, you know what it, this reminds me now. Of how can people get behind you? I mean, how can they support your ministry? Where can they follow you? I mean, I want you to tell all the viewers of, yeah. of just all you're involved in what can they follow you
1: Uh, you can find us at the christianview.tv or dr trudy um that's on facebook and then i we have a youtube channel it's the christian view youtube channel Mm -hmm. we also have a magazine um the christian view magazine we just put out our fall edition last month um but yeah you can reach me at um dr trudy simmons or the christian view and um i'm actually going to start back the dr trudy show um, here in the next couple of months. Nice. Yeah, so I'll have the Dr. Trudy show and the Christian view. What
0: about the book? Can you tell them about where they can get that book?
1: Yes, you can reach out to me at Trudy at Trudysimmons.net and I can send you a copy. It's also on Amazon. Yeah, and Amazon and Lulu.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. It's wow. been out
1: for seven years, completely. Amazon and Lulu? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, didn't know about that. Seven
0: Bridges, a handbook for Christ-centered marriage. Well, I definitely I definitely def- want to get a copy mm-hmm. of that. We'll be we'll be getting our own copy. Yeah. I got my wife and and all the more that you can add to your marriage, why not? Right, right. right. Well, you know, we were talking earlier about Iron Man and you were talking about running and and Christ encouraging us to run that race, Mm -hmm. right? And as much as you've been doing, as much as I've heard about your testimony, God often likes to send us that encouragement to tell us to keep going, right? right? right. And here at Taken Network, with the hands and feet of Jesus, we like to kind of do our own, Mm -hmm. that we can uh, encourage other people to keep going, keep believing, right? So here from the Taken Network, we would actually like to present you Aww. with an award, with an, a plaque, an appreciation thank from you. the from the Taking Network with the Hands and Feet of Jesus thank for all that you. you do, what you do for the ministry. We love having you on our network. It's amazing and we just uh, wanted to be the Hands and Feet of Jesus and, and Jesus Christ bless you with that.
1: I just want to cry. Thank you. That is so beautiful. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. That is so beautiful. Praise God. Beautiful.
0: Guys, yes, we thank you yes. so very much for joining us with the Hands and Feet Aww. of Jesus. We're all about impacting lives and highlighting ministries that are doing amazing things for the kingdom. And so if you're out there and if you need encouragement, let this interview with Dr. Trudy be an encouragement to you to believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and he does want to captivate your life. So, Dr. Trudy, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for letting us talk to your beautiful family here. And guys, God bless you and have an amazing night.
1: Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's been wonderful.
0: God bless you. Glory to God.
1: Yes.